boys, um, we're going to start this podcast a little bit different today. So, um, Dan, tell everybody how they can find The Brunch Breakdown. Wow, this is different. I love it. Uh, you can find The Brunch Breakdown anywhere you listen to podcasts. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and now, gentlemen, you don't even know this. I'm saved, I saved this for everybody, for you included. You can now find The Brunch Breakdown on, on iHeartRadio. Hey. iHeartRadio is getting huge in the podcast world, and now we're involved in there as well. So you can go from music to radio to podcast. You can find The Brunch Breakdown right there. So now included on iHeartRadio. That's every single Wednesday. And of course, the videos are up everywhere. You've been able to find those all along every Wednesday as well on our YouTube page and our Facebook page. And of course, speaking of social media, find us, follow us at Brunch Breakdown, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere, everywhere that you are. Dan, the distribution, man. Look at that. That's great. Jeez, that yeah. is just beautiful right there. Well, uh, I wanted to start this off this way because I feel like we may talk about this a little too long, so I didn't want to do it as uh, the cold open. <laughs> um, breaking news, guys. Breaking news. Joe Biden says 300 million Americans will, have, will be vaccinated by May. Wow. Like... <laughs> I was not ready for that. Chris is the one who mentioned this like 25 minutes ago. And I'm like, I wasn't ready for that at all. That's why I was like, we have to, everything we were thought we were going to do at the top of this blown out the window for now. Yeah. I thought when he sent it, it was more of a hypothetical. Me too. I was like, this isn't real. (laughs) This isn't real. Like, why are we, why are we, why are we going to work ourselves up? over something like this. And, and there it is. It's a real news story. And not 300 million vaccines, not doses. Americans, people, humans, people helping people. <laughs> this is crazy. This is crazy good news. Yeah. Which for uh, the mathematicians out there, um, there aren't even 300 million people that can be vaccinated. So <laughs> you're probably in pretty good shape if you want one, according to what the president said today. So good stuff. Good stuff, boys. I want some. I want some fun this summer. Okay, I don't want my summer to mostly just consist of walking around my neighborhood again. Uh, and do you remember that, like last summer, when this shit was fresh? Uh, I remember, like, I I will never forget these vivid memories of walking down the street, and then like you're on the side of the street, and then somebody's coming towards you on the same side of the street, and then from like fifty yards away. There's this awkward body language tango you're doing to figure out which person is going to go on the other side of the street. Because at that point in time, we were so damn scared of each other. I don't want that this summer. And this is great, great news. Oh, it really is beautiful. Like I, I mean, you know, I'm, my hopes are up. I, they're up probably as high <laughs> as they've ever been. And I'm happy that they're up because at first I'm like, oh man, I can't believe this is happening. But I'm also like, we're hitting a year the next time we record i think it will be like a year from the time that like i got the phone call saying go get your shit and get out that's the last time i was in my radio Mm -hmm. station ever Mm -hmm. so like uh yeah i am excited but i'm also like i cannot believe it's been a year like a year of this we've been doing like you talk about being fresh in the summer we thought it was remember we thought it was gonna be over in the summer (laughs) yeah well we did During those walks, I kept like, Katie was probably so 
annoyed with me, but like all I would talk about was like how I was sure that by football season, we would be fine because in my head, I wanted to believe that by football season, we would be fine. <laughs> That's all we talked about. We're like, yeah, at worst case scenario, like we get back in business by like July, August, you know? <laughs> and yeah, here we are about to flip the 12 month calendar on it entirely, but at least <laughs> there's good news with that. It's who, because it certainly seemed like it could be another multi, multi-month endeavor that we have to go through. And like you said, Chris, on the risk of losing another wonderful summer, wonderful, awkward summer, but there is hope. There is uh, D he's got high hopes. He's got high, high hopes. It's time to get panic at the disco back out. Let's get that song bumping and rolling. Cause it didn't get overplayed three years ago. So let's, let's retro reverse that and put that on the playlist this week. High hopes. Let's go. Sure. sure. Why not? We, you know, we, we threw, we threw the promotional stuff at the beginning of the episode. Let's throw the music on as well. Let's do that. Yeah, right. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> So what are you guys most excited now thinking that it, I mean, cause Texas just opened. So I feel like, I feel like it was going to take one big state to say we are 100% open capacity regulations are gone. Face masks are gone. Texas did that not too long ago, not too long before Chris sent us the, the whole Biden announcement thing. And I think that may have had a lot to do with it as well. Um, you know, it looks like things are going to be open in the summer. What are you most excited to do? Cause if Ooh. everything's going to be open by May, that means summer is normal. Flights are going to be expensive, but <laughs> summer's going to be normal. <laughs> what are you most excited to do? Man, see my friends, like drive to oh, Dan's yeah. house. <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited for That's that. Pretty good one. Um, I, I, I say this often on this podcast, but I'm not joking. Like we have been in our house. 97% of the past year. And the 3% of the time we haven't been in this house, it's been my parents' house. We haven't done anything. So I'm very excited to see my friends. Like I want this to be, because we're not obviously like, like you said, Didi, like Texas opened. And like, if I lived in Texas, I wouldn't be planning a trip to the bar this weekend. I would no. be personally doing my own soft launch, if you will. So <laughs> I feel like that's what summer's going to be for me and for our family. So like, I want this to be the summer of cookouts. Like let's do some stuff outside together as a vaccinated group of friends and just enjoy our time together. You know, not have to like, you want to say six feet away, you can, because we're outdoors. You have the ability to do that. If not, you want to shake my hand. You could shake my hand because God knows we all have still will have hand sanitizer, but like, let's have make be the summer of cookouts, outdoor activities, with friends, you could be a little less paranoid. That's what I'm looking forward to. Like it. Yeah, that's just losing the paranoia and the fear of, I, I'm going to give like every person that I meet a hug from now on, not even a handshake. <laughs> We're going straight into hugs. Like, let's go. Let's, let's get rear, rear, real here. Let's, let's, let's make this happen. Um, I love your answer, Chris. And for the sake of coming up with something different, I think, I mean, it's got to be that I, I say concerts is the first thing I'm most looking forward to doing. I, I just don't know how quickly that'll happen. So it may not necessarily be the first thing that I do, but I just, I just want to be somewhere with a lot of people and a lot of strangers. 
I'm looking forward to being at an event, whether that's a beer fest, whether that's a sporting event. Uh, if it is even a concert, I want to go somewhere where I have to buy a ticket and I don't have a reserved seat and I can walk around freely and not care about it, not have a mask and, and all that type of stuff. So yeah, I, I'm excited to purchase a ticket once again. I'll be excited that first, that first one. Dan's so excited. He might actually go to a baseball game this summer. Dude. I might. We had this, we had this discussion yesterday, my fiance and I'm like, I think we're going to a pirate game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I think we're going. Dude, like, baseball's gonna get a boom this summer if, if oh. things pan out the way it's supposed to. I didn't even think about that until you said that, Dan. But baseball is gonna have a surge, not because they deserve it, but because we're just allowed to. You know? Yeah. Like I don't care about the anything happening on the field. We're just gonna go. We talked about the food last week. That's half the experience. We're just just to be able to go somewhere is is amazing. So give me a, give me some tickets. Let's let's go. We're ready. No, I hear you. It's going to be very hard to get a ticket to uh, to Anything. any kind of outdoor thing that a lot of time you're just like, you know, that's in my city. I might go in the summer. I feel like every single thing like that, like every park, like any <laughs> every park is going to be super packed. Every single thing is just going to be um, crazy. But um, guys, I'm most excited because it's funny. I've been wearing this hoodie for like two days, so I didn't definitely didn't do this on purpose because I had no idea this news was coming on. But it's Papanessant. It's Papanessant Beach and on the Cape, and I just didn't think we were gonna go to the Cape for two summers for two summers in a row. Now I'm like, there's a strong possibility that that's going to happen. It's not exactly the best timing because we just bought a house and we've got all these other things to pay for, but <laughs> we have old relatives. So it's kind of just like, yeah, do we let that pass by? And I know I'm not going, I know I'm not going to Boston or West Virginia and at Christmas time, even though our parents would love it. I'm not doing that. Just never happening. It's the announcement. To me. It's official. Yeah. It's never happening. It's too cold. So I rather, you know, do it. And I rather go home in August and figure that out. But yeah. Um, I'm really excited about the possibility that like that could happen. Cause I honestly have, I'd really just wiped 2021 away and just looked forward to 2022 and doing everything then. But now it's opening up. Man. I can't wait. I, this, Oh boy, let's go get us our summers back where let's make it happen. Get the vaccine <laughs> people get in line, get in line now. I'll go camp out right now. May that is not that far away. It's not that far away. I'll start tailgating. Let's go. Man, brunch is almost back. We're almost back to brunch. <laughs> it's been almost so long. Back. It's been so We're long since we've been able to tailgate that Dan's going to tailgate at the vaccination clinic. That's uh, <laughs> anything. Time. These are the times, baby. These are the, times. <laughs> oh, the vaccination tailgate. Well, uh, guys, let's just roll right into the, the menu today. Um, so on the main course, we're talking about this crazy Zoom doctor situation. The surgeon was in the middle of surgery and trying to fight a traffic ticket. And we're going to talk about that. Well, we've got another round of brunch court with a bunch of awesome food and um, grocery school. We'll tell you more about that in a minute and what we're listening to. But let's uh, get things started with uh, Bruise Day. And guys, it is not a Bruise Day that is like a I need a drink Bruise Day. This is a oh, my gosh. There's a possibility that we could have a brew together this year. Brews day. <laughs> yeah, it's a big one. Chris, get us started, boy. Well, this was perfect because, guys, uh, I'm running out of beer again. But I did have in my fridge um, what I consider to be one of the classic cookout beers that you could drink. Okay. And 
the sun has also been shining in Pittsburgh for two straight days. It's March. There's just this feeling of optimism even before the news came out today. Uh, so thinking like springtime, the weather will eventually get warmer and we'll go outside and we'll cook out. And I'm drinking a Corona. Oh, oh there it is. Sans wow, lime. I don't have a lime, unfortunately, oh. but Corona is my cookout beer. And there's something special. I don't know. Have you guys experienced this? Maybe like with a specific type of beer that like you save it for that time of year. And then when you get to buy it for the first time, I've had this for months, but like when you get to buy it for the first time, it's just a special thing. That's been Corona for me. Like the first case of Corona for the summer. That's a big one. That's a big one. So this is just, you know, getting ready for it. I love it. Yep. That's the truth. No, there's just nothing. There's just something about it that is just like Corona means beach. It means summer. It just, it has so many different meanings is Mm -hmm. what Corona means. And yeah, I hear you on that. It'll be nice to have a summer where the word Corona is really about the beer again. (laughs) Oh, I didn't even think about that. (laughs) Jesus. I didn't even think about Corona about the beer again. There's the, there's your line for the summer. I love it. I love it. Oh, make Corona about the beer again. T-shirt. Let's go. (laughs) (sighs) All right. Well, uh, boys, it has been absolutely beautiful weather here. Uh, I'm happy the sun is shining there. It's been like 80 degrees for the last like, I don't know, four or five days. It's been actually a little, you know, I I don't want to say it's too hot, but it's been like, whoa, (laughs) this is kind of crazy, guys. I can't believe it's this hot right now. But anyways, so I am going to get a brew. Brewed from Los Angeles. It is called Construct the City. It's from Indie Brewing Company in LA. And it is just a hazy IPA and it's super good. The can is really cool. It's got like different uh, buildings in LA in there. Ah, One Wilshire. I like that. And um, yeah, and they have different artists around the city doing like uh, doing their uh, their can art um, since the pandemic. So pretty cool stuff right there. So big shouts to Indie Brewing Company and uh, constructing the city. And I just can't wait to be out and about in my city. Cause like, I haven't been to a restaurant since this time last year, I think. Like, I think yeah. this was it. Like this was, it was somewhere in the beginning. Cause we like celebrated like my birthday and like had dinner out. And that's the last time I've been out to eat. So like, I can't wait to do that in my city. So construct the city. IPA Bruce Day is just God, man. Bruce Day, this is this is a good Bruce Day. I'm I'm this very happy this wow. week. Wow, I I didn't have a, I don't have a positive you know themed beer this week. I you know this news just really has me shook. I should go back down in the fridge and find something else. But <laughs> this one I've been waiting to share with you boys uh, this week for Bruce Day, a new brewery that not a new brewery but one that I haven't shared on brews day yet on uh, the brunch breakdown here shoe brew uh that's up north uh from pittsburgh that's up in zelianople actually for folks familiar with western pennsylvania that's up near zelianople so a little bit of a hike from downtown pittsburgh but absolutely worth it shoe brew is s-h-u-b-r-e-w so nice has to be spelled differently and this is their shunami okay and this is a white chocolate raspberry truffle cheesecake stout. <laughs> Classic. 
Classic. Wow. The shoe being spelled wrong and that just all of that is classic Dan. Yeah, it it, it is. <laughs> we've got white chocolate. We've got raspberry. Uh, we've got uh, milk chocolate. We have vanilla. They have cream cheese in here, actual cream cheese and milk sugar. This is a this is a heavy one, boys. This Shunami. This is really, really good, really intense. Uh, a lot of flavors going on. It has an interesting color. I'm kind of glad I don't have this in a glass. If I did, it would look like chocolate milk. The consistency and the color look a little bit like chocolate milk. It's really, really strange because I saw it when I opened it. I'm like, what's going on here? And I poured a little bit out and I got a little bit alarmed, but it tastes magical. It's wonderful. Uh, from good friends at Shubru, the Shunami. That's right. The white chocolate, raspberry, truffle, cheesecake, stout, you know, having dessert in a can right here and enjoying this one, boys. Really, really good. Really are, good. Are all of their beers like plays on words like shoe something? Uh, not all of them, but a, a, a large number of them are. Nice. A large number of them are. Um, I kind of like that when like places brand like their whole product line based off the name. I think that's yeah. Funny. They can get creative with that. It's and it's a lot of their beers are they're thick with three C's. They really are, <laughs> and this one is included. It's going to take me a while to finish this one on a Tuesday evening into the night. So really looking forward to that. Oh well, boys, uh, a positive. Bruise day. I love cheers. this. Big, Big cheers. Bruise day. I love it. Oh man. Mm. Beautiful. Positive vibes. Positive vibes. Positive vibes. Love Positive it. vibes. It's gonna suck when next week something bad happens. <laughs> 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 gonna find out the Johnson Johnson vaccine is giving people third arms or something like that. And then we're all just it's all done all right well uh get it off your chest uh dan get it off your chest what's up all right so gentlemen we had an award show this past weekend probably one of the more entertaining ones to watch as an audience because it's usually just celebrities uh getting drunk around a table and having a good time you've got tv you've got uh, movies of course i'm talking about the golden globes the golden globes were this past weekend and I wondered how they were going to do this. All we knew, really, Tina Fey and uh, Amy Poehler were going to host, and they're they're wonderful at that. And the way they had it set up, they had them in two different places, two different cities. One was in New York, one was in L.A. They were in small ballrooms uh, with uh, first responders were the only audience really there. So I thought that was really, really awesome. But if you are still looking for a reason to need to wear a mask and to really continue on with following protocols until what looks like may not that much longer then the golden globes were your reason to witness the most awkward award show in the history of award shows from producers being caught on screen waving people off the stage to uh, awkward Zoom interactions with like nominee groups as they're going to commercial, people that really maybe even haven't spoken to p- before and you're kind of like creeping in on their conversation, to celebrities being on mute like you would any other Zoom call for their acceptance speeches for these huge awards, <laughs> to Jake- Jason Sudeikis's sweatshirt, to Bill Murray's Hawaiian shirt. It was just kind of a, a hot mess and, and an entertaining disaster. Um, 
again, the premise really set up that it, it, it kind of worked because Amy Poehler and Tina Fey were hosting at the same time with their monologues being in different cities. I applaud them for that. And I thought it was uh, entertaining and they did a great job with that, but it was just, it was just really, it was a, a hot mess. And, and finally, when they finally have a chance, they've got all these celebrities are on this uh, award show via zoom. They had a couple presenters that were in the rooms, but anybody nominated was at home on zoom. And they finally have a chance to not have to play off acceptance speeches with music because they're going long and anything like that and making it real awkward. They finally had the chance to literally cut these people off. Okay, they're on camera. They control the microphone. They can literally cut these people off. They don't do that. So for the first half of the show, they just let that shit fly. And these people that are winning, you know, not that important awards, to be honest, are just going and going and going. And I, I'm looking at my fiance and I'm going, we're going to be here for four and a half hours. Uh, this is ridiculous. Um, and then towards the end of the night, they had to start playing people off with fake music. People winning major awards are being cut off because they let the first half of the winners go far too long. Like, can you imagine if this was the Oscars last year and the director of Parasite was being cut off for these like inspirational speeches of this, you know, award, this movie making history. And because best, uh, movie of uh, if animation that was made on a Thursday got to have a five and a half minute <laughs> acceptance speech. That guy gets his speech cut off because they don't know what they're doing with this award show. Uh, so for like future filmmakers and TV producers, there couldn't have been a whole lot of inspiration there uh, because these speeches had to be the, the good speeches had to be cut off. It was entertaining. Uh, it was a mess, but I, I don't want to ever see that again. I need the glamor of award shows back. So please, Keep masking up. We can't have any more like this. Yeah. And the thing that got me and it was just like hard for me to watch. We watched a little bit of it, but I just couldn't get into it. It's just the golden. I've been to award shows before. They're not entertaining to be at, but the <laughs> Golden Globes, everybody's just sitting around tables and drinking yes. with people that they know mostly. And it's just like one big party. And this year that didn't exist. So I was like, it was just hard to get into it because I'm just used to each award show being a certain way. You know what I mean? Right. It's like you're used to like, you know, you know, the Grammys is going to be all performances, you know, like another, you know, what the, you know, what the ESPYs are going to be like. It's like you just know what you're getting into when you watch these shows and the Golden Globes it, it just wasn't, I don't know. And it felt like work a little bit, too, because it was just like Zoom calls, you know, yeah. with all five employees on Zoom. And then yeah, like, uh, it's weak. It it wasn't, you expect that award show in particular, like you said, to be fun. And, you know, you're, you're, everybody's, <laughs> like you said, getting drunk and having a good time. And that's entertaining for everybody. But it was just not set up well for any of that at all. So, yeah, I, we can't have, and that, that's again, one of the more entertaining ones. If the Oscars are, are hosted this way, that's like probably the most serious award show. That will be a complete disaster. That'll be the no fun zone, no fun hour. No one wants to watch that. So yeah. let's get the glamour. Let's get people back. Get the vaccine, people. I just don't get like, there were some things this year that like people were dying to still have like those things. Like we, people were clamoring for sports, like football season and stuff like that. But like, 
was there a huge push to make sure the Golden Globes happened by fans? <laughs> like, were people asking for this? No, really not. <laughs> no, they like I might as well do it. Let's throw out a couple of Zoom invites and see who joins us. No, they optional meeting, <laughs> optional attendees. Everybody was optional attendees. <laughs> no, because honestly, um, they're all happening now. They're happening like it's all happening later on because like the golden globes usually happen at the beginning of january right mm -hmm. so i i just i saw a promo this morning the grammys are march 14th so in a couple of weeks we'll have the grammys and i'm like I, why can't I, they just like give the awards but like not do the show well that's what was one of the jokes in the monologue they were like uh at the end of the night, they're like, and this, who's going to say this award show could have been an email. Yes. Yes. It could have yeah. just been an email. <laughs> Cause I don't know. They with the MTV, uh, with the VMAs, wasn't it? Or was it the, that they actually did some performances that most of them were pre-recorded and it turned out. Okay. I don't know how that's going to work for the Grammys if they're going to do anything like that. Cause that's to me, that's the show of shows, but I hope they're all taking lessons from the golden globes and realizing this is not the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Chris, get it off your chest, sir. Uh, so I planned on talking about this prior to the news of like, hey, we might have a semi-normal summer. Um, so now this is even more applicable. Um, <laughs> it's, it's March. We're getting very close to the official start of uh, spring. And as Didi mentioned, in a lot of places in the country, like it's already getting warm or already is warm by now. So- I would like to do a little bit of a fitness talk for you guys and for everybody listening, because this is the time of year when people decide I want to get in shape because I'm going to go on vacation. I'm going to go to the beach or I'm going to be at the pool this summer and I got to look good. And I just want to outline a few don'ts for everybody here. Okay. Number one, if you want to lose weight for the summer, that does not mean you need to do endless amounts of cardio every day. You're not going to be happy with what happens. Okay. So those hour long treadmill sessions that you have every day, scratch them off the list. That's not going to work well for you. That's number one. Uh, number two, eat more than 1200 calories. Okay. I know that my fitness pal probably tells you that that's how many calories you should eat. That is an app. It's not a person. It doesn't have a brain and the ability to think for you. You need to be eating more than 1,200 calories. Drink yeah. 1,200 in this song, bitch, right here. I'm going to tell you that right now. So go over. Take the over. Listen to Chris. Dan's <laughs> Thank you, literally Dan. drinking cream cheese. <laughs> to you right now. Thank you, Dan, for the visual aid. That was great. Uh, but no, people are like, there's this 1,200 calorie diet thing that just is so unhealthy and you're not going to be happy. Um, number three, you don't need to eliminate entire food groups. I dare I say that will not end up working out well for you because you're going to miss those foods so much that you're going to binge and then you're not going to look the way you want to look for summer. Uh, and number four, there's a lot of people right now that are on the internet selling you things that actually don't work or come in the food that you eat every day. Okay. Things like detoxes and fit teas and supplements and apple cider vinegar gummies. I know Didi, I know those are your favorite. The, these do nothing. They 100% they do nothing. I promise you they're not worth your money. If you like, don't get those and then walk, you're going to be in better shape. So just a few, a PSA, here are some do's 
by way of the don'ts that I just outlined for you, do it the right way. Don't like run yourself into the ground because you want to look good for summer. And then you feel like absolute shit when summer gets here, please for me. Are you suggesting I return my Tom Brady TB12 pajamas? <laughs> no, I in the do category. You know what, Dan, <laughs> for you, let's put it in the do category because I want to see you how think the- I can get away with these 1200 calorie beers. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see how the TB12 method works. You're on TB12 PJs and throw down a Shunami and you're going to wake <laughs> up just fine. <laughs> yeah, that's the key. Oh boy! Oh my gosh! But Chris, that is good, and you had some big news this week. Congratulations! Expanding the business this week. Oh yeah! Expanding Chris Gates Fitness, man. Thanks. This was not. uh, I'm not trying to promote myself. I'm just trying to promote people doing the right things for the love of God. But yeah, excited about that too. Thank you. Yeah, dude. Like that's super exciting. I'm very, I'm very proud of you. I had nothing to do with it, but you know. I'm proud of you. I appreciate that. Yes. Yeah. Dude, and you know what, what makes me super mad about apple cider vinegar is just that like the apple, you can literally just buy like a gallon of that for like 69 cents. Like my parents cook with it. Like I'm used to it being in my house all the time. And that's why that always like, that always just make that whole thing makes me laugh. Because I'm like, you could like just chug that in the morning, I guess. I don't if you really wanted to do that, you don't need to go buy it somewhere. If if you wanted to do it, but it also does not do anything. It, it just doesn't. <laughs> oh, boys. All right. So I got to get this off my chest because maybe I'm off base here. All right. And I want you guys to check me if I am. Have you heard of the book and to thank and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street? Oh, my God. Yes. And yeah. I, know, I know where you're going. Yeah, go ahead. Have you heard of the book, If I Ran the Zoo? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have you heard of McGillian's Pool? Yeah. Okay. You've heard of these books. Okay. On Beyond Zebra. Scrambled Egg Super. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. These are all Dr. Seuss books that are no longer going to be published anymore. <laughs> yeah. Everyone was losing their mind over this today. And I was like, um, oh, what happened with Dr. Seuss? Let me, I don't know, do a quick Google search about this shit. I've never heard these books. I've never heard of these books. Do I know who Dr. Seuss is? Yeah. But like, this isn't green eggs and ham. You know what I'm saying? Like, these aren't, all, these aren't the ones that slap. These aren't the ones that I know. Like, who know? Like, you guys know these books because that's all I was wondering all day was like, all right, I'm going to save this for the podcast. I'm not even going to say this on Twitter or anything because I really just want to know, am I just the one person who doesn't know any of these books? Because I legitimately don't know them. And I know a ridiculous amount of Dr. Seuss books, you know? I'm like, I, I, and everybody's so mad about this. And I'm just like, did you wake up this morning thinking about Dr. Seuss? Does this make you happy to be mad about these books that aren't even the ones that slap? They're not the good ones. That's the sad thing. Didi, it it does make people happy to wake up and be mad about this, especially on Uh, Um, twitter.com. But why? Why do people want to be so fake mad about these things all the time? No one was thinking about Dr. Seuss. (laughs) Not one of you was thinking about Dr. Seuss. And the publisher was like, you know what? these have some weird things in it because they were written in 1937 and we don't want them out anymore. So if they're out in the universe, they're out there, but we're not going to publish them anymore. And I'm like, that's fair, but everyone's losing, (laughs) but everyone's losing their mind over this. I, I, 
I just, I'm just so sick of people being so fake mad. If we've learned anything over the last year, it's that life is hard. Life is tough <laughs> enough, right? Why be fake mad over this or over some like, because Rush Limbaugh died, what, a week ago or whatever, right? And I'm like, everyone's posting all these clips about Rush Limbaugh. And I'm like, there's some 17-year-old kid who's never heard of Rush Limbaugh who's seeing these clips of Rush Limbaugh today. Like, if just let somebody die. <laughs> just, <laughs> who cares? Like, I just, I just don't get being fake mad about somebody who just doesn't affect your life at all and you haven't thought about it. And I just, in Dr. Seuss books that, aren't the ones that you're probably reading to your kids. I guarantee you're not. Like, I just, I, I just don't get it. I had to get it off my chest. I'm sick of people being just fake mad all the time, just finding stuff to be mad about. Sick of it. I'm, I'm with you. And when I, when I saw the news story about how they were banning Dr. Seuss books, one, I was like, we still do this? We still ban books? Because I was like, in my head, number two, have these people that banned books been on the internet? Like they're, they're banning Dr. Seuss books for like, okay. Like I read through it and I was like, Oh, like that is inappropriate. Like I probably shouldn't be in a book, but like, what, like, have you been on the internet lately? Like, do you see the stuff that's on the, like, so we're, we're banning books. Meanwhile, like the vitriol that happens in mass quantities yeah. and other places, like, Oh, uh, I thought it yeah. was like kind of funny because of that. Yeah, we skipped a lot of steps in the middle there, right? It yeah. feels like the Dr. Seuss book should have been something done years and years <laughs> down the road. It's like, all right, yeah, finally, we should probably take care of this too. Yeah. But all the other major stuff is just, you know, let's gloss over that. Let's go after dead Dr. Seuss because that's what's the, what the real problem is there. That's the real problem. It's like, it's like at work when you start a, like a huge project. Do you like start by focusing on like the minor the most minor of details or do you try and tackle like the big issues first? Right. <laughs> so like, we're not you're like, you're like, we're not well, worried what, about Twitter. We're going like, to well, ban that Dr. Seuss book from 1937. Before I get this project started, what tie am I going to wear when I present it to everybody in four weeks? <laughs> yeah. Let's start there. <laughs> and it's like, and all the headlines are just e eating away at just everybody's stupidity. Right. Cause they know most people just read the headline. So it doesn't mm -hmm. matter what outlet it is. It really doesn't matter what outlet it is, whether it's left or right or middle, whatever, it doesn't matter. It, it's all just like Dr. Seuss banned. No one's mentioning Dr. Seuss his name and i'm like okay so it's like reading day or whatever like there are thousands and thousands and thousands of books being made every single day maybe we don't need to mention dr seuss every time someone talks about reading like, there are so many books you know what i mean like who it's wrote true. llama in pajamas I, one dr seuss like I, there's just a million books that Shout i have in my house right now i have too Shel many books if anybody needs them take them um <laughs> And I just, I, I don't know, shout out other people who make books. It's okay. Dr. Seuss has had his shine for the last 80 years or more. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I fake this. Uh, I just hate it. I, everybody just be happy. Do stuff that makes you happy. That's the thing, man. Like promote positive things instead of like cherry picking, like the few negatives that will get everybody angry. Yes. I'm with you. I'm I with promise you. Also, I'm, I'm, I'm incredibly interested to know like how, how does the banning process work? 
do do the, does the FBI show up at every public library and take out the Dr. Seuss books? Like how, how, what are the steps here? Are they, we have Dr. Seuss books in this house. Are they coming to our house? Are they going to take them from us? I want to know. I just, it's it, it, just the publisher was like, we're not making them anymore. That's it. And everyone's losing their mind. I, wow. What God. a world. Yeah. What a world. All right. Well, let's get into uh, the main course. This has been a very hearty brunch and we're not even here yet. <laughs> right. Good Lord. All heavy right. appetizers. Yeah. Seriously. Heavy, heavy appetizers. Uh, yeah. But what if it's like never ending appetizers? Let's do it. <laughs> um, let's get into the main course. Um, there's a doctor, a uh, surgeon who was fighting a traffic ticket while doing surgery. Guys, you saw this story. What were your first thoughts when you read about this ridiculous story? Because I didn't even think it was true. And then I saw like the actual clips from court that they released. I was, uh, I don't even know what to say. I was speechless because I first thought, yeah, maybe there was something where there was scheduled conflict with the surgeon and it was like a major, a, a, a bigger case. It was for something like pretty serious and he couldn't get out of it and he had to make sure. And no, he's fighting a traffic ticket and he's performing surgery on somebody right there. And <laughs> the reaction of the judge and they were, it was just, I can't believe you're doing this right now. Uh, no. I, how stupid can you be? Does he really think he was going to be able to, to get away with that? Like, turn your camera off and do the whole, oh, I'm having issues with my camera over here, and then get away with it that way. But, boy, you know, some of the smartest people in the world clearly are lacking a little bit in the common sense department. Uh, it made me think that you and only you are in complete control of your health. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... If this isn't the biggest poster for going for those walks, I just talked about like start walking. <laughs> oh, you can't, I mean, honestly, man, you can't, you, you can have great insurance and you can have a great hospital system, but you don't know what doctor's going to show up that day to take care of you. I mean, it's a real thing. This was horrifying. And like, if he was I, asked about it, right? He was asked about, they could see that he was there and they yeah. were like, are you in surgery right now? And what was his response? Like, yeah, but there's another doctor here so he can do it. And I can just kind of watch him. What? What? Are you serious? <laughs> okay. Like I've been in the, I've been in the room for both times that my wife had C-sections. And I'm telling you right now, if the doctor grabbed her phone and started doing a zoom call i would have lost my mind i would be in jail right now that's <laughs> i would have lost my mind you're doing surgery on somebody you shouldn't be doing anything else but surgery on someone like you're cutting someone open and you're like all right i'm are we good here okay oh you're still going all right i'm gonna i'm gonna fight this traffic ticket i you know they say that the camera says that I ran the red light, but nah, it was still yellow. Yeah. What? <laughs> I, I just can't. I'm just, it all made, it really made me wonder, like, is there a job that's like acceptable that you could do this? Like you could be in the middle of doing an important thing for your job. And then you're like, all right, you take it from here. I'm going to go 
fight this traffic ticket on Zoom. Right. Yeah. What level do you have to be up in an organization <laughs> or within any field to be like, oh, yeah, I, we understand. We understand why you're doing this. <laughs> I, I Honestly, uh, <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. Like the president could probably get away with it. They'll be like, all right, we get it. But Oh, I see what you're saying. Meeting, like if you're... Meeting, if you're high enough up in the ranking, like you can kind of call your own shots. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. But I can't foresee there being many people at the top of that list. I kind of went the other way. I was thinking like, if you work at a toll booth, like you could probably fight the ticket while you're exchanging money. No, see, I was thinking it like both ways too, like that. Like, it's just, you know, I was thinking of jobs. You could do it. Toll booth is a good one. That's a really good one. That's a good Cause one. you could kind of just like, especially now the way that it works. Yeah, they don't even, the, they don't they really don't even do have anything. to take the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they don't really do anything anymore. Um, yeah, like, because I thought about if, like, what if the, you know, what if, like, a governor and I've been damaged and president, but, like, what if they were doing their address and all of a sudden they were, like, they got a tap on the shoulder. I was like, hey, you forgot you have to go fight that uh, traffic ticket from last <laughs> week. And you're like, oh, okay. Um, hold on guys i'm gonna do this my uh sec- my press secretary is gonna talk and you're just <laughs> over there in the corner you're still in the room and you're fighting your you know running a stoplight <laughs> that would be great that would be great i couldn't wait to see something like that but i have a feeling this doctor it won't be his last time appearing in court because once that patient <laughs> woke up and found out that they were being operated on while the doctor was fighting a traffic ticket t- ticket that's going to be an in-person uh, jury filled courtroom. I have a feeling where that doctor is going to appear just a guess. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to be funny <laughs> when the like prosecutor is like, ah, the defense is talking. I got to fight this traffic ticket. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Judge, if we can hold this for a second, I got a traffic ticket that I got to fight here in a, on a phone and I can, we can get back to the court in a second real quick. I, That'd be I great. just can't, but just think about it. Like that person, that person who they were doing surgery on, like went viral in like the worst way possible. Like, oh man. You find out that like you just went viral. Really exciting time. And then <laughs> no, you found out that they were just like fucking around with whatever you were getting done. Like I don't yeah. know what. Like they could have been operating on an ankle. I don't know what they were operating on, but they just I just can't get over the fact that that happened. No, it's real. <laughs> yeah, it is. Good lord. All right, boys, let's get into brunch court. Do do do, you got your music do, yet? Do, no, no music. You're, but you're afraid I'm just now. Gonna say, you're afraid do, that do, do, you're do. trying to. Th- I know. I'm afraid. Down. I embarrassed myself too bad the first time. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm done. <laughs> There's no brunch court music. Do, 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 do. All right, yeah. Well, let's get into it. Uh, Dan, you've got the brunch court topics. What are we ruling on? As all three of us esteemed judges of food and food that should not or should be made. Let's get it going. Let's let's get it started. Uh, Chris, I think you have some visuals for us here. We're going to start with Arby's. We're going to start with Arby's, taking them to brunch court. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching this on video on Facebook <laughs> or YouTube, just please prepare yourself. Uh, even an, an audio listener, you may not be prepared for what we're about to share with you here. This is the Meat Mountain Sandwich from Thanks. our wonderful friends at Arby's. Let's just, if you're again, not watching this, let me let you know what's going on here. It is horrifying. It just makes me <laughs> laugh every time I see it. Like, it just doesn't look real. It looks like something that like they would put in a movie just to like say, you know, in passing, it was like some ridiculous fast food sandwich. Like this is, 
I'm sorry, Dan. Go for it. It's no, it's completely fine. It's a lot to take in. Uh, starting with two chicken tenders, slices of roast beef, pit smoked ham, corned beef, 13 hour smoked brisket, USDA choice Angus steak, roast beef, and pepper bacon. Oh, but not to forget, there's also cheddar and Swiss somewhere in between all of that. This thing is stacked up high, it is meaty. It is beefy. I don't know why they're coming out with this now. Who is in? Why is this in demand? Who wants this? Who's eating this? This is a literally mountain of meat of a sandwich. This is this is insane, people. This is insane. So, Thoughts, gentlemen. Chris Gates Fitness. How do you feel? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna tell you how, guys how I feel because we're gonna click on nutritional info. Okay. Here we go. Uh, oh, they don't have it sorted. What's this thing called? Meat. The meat mountain, the meat mountain. sandwich. Mountain. I've Did been calling it the meat machine to anyone I've talked to about this. I but. think I called before we went on. I think I called it the meat eater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did call it the meat eater. I call it the meat eater. Yeah, I think good luck finding that, Chris. When I <laughs> searched for nutrition information, I couldn't find it either. Probably because. They're too embarrassed and they feel like they that's unbelievable. Not paper it's, it's not even on here yeah. because there's so many different types of meat that they 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 don't even like you have to like manually like add it all together. Cannot compute. Um, cannot compute. <laughs> there's no no nobody needs this. And it's probably only available in like a value meal where you have to get the extra large curly fry with it. It's just part of the package. Part of the package. Once your entire day's uh, caloric intake or entire week's caloric intake in a meal, the meat mountain sandwich is for you. But like, why are they? They're running this through in a boardroom and approving this type of stuff. <laughs> adults, adults approve this. <laughs> but somebody's kid made it. Like, I'm sorry. Like, because this is this type of stuff that I would do when I was in like middle school. Like, I would just take whatever was in the fridge and I'd throw it between two pieces of bread and see if it tasted good. It's the same thing you do with like the the graveyard or whatever you call it when you take all the the drinks at like a soda fountain and put them all together. Like a middle mm-hmm. school kid made this up. Adults approved it, but somebody's son or daughter made this up. Well, like there, I, I don't even know that. Like, like why would I eat? This? Why would I eat these meats together? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, do they even taste good together? That's a great question. I, would I have steak and bacon and chicken all on the same thing ever? Why? Like, why would I? That's too. That's too many opposing flavors. I feel like. And roast beef. Don't forget. Yeah, I. And then, like, is there enough cheese on this sandwich? Swiss. There's. And is there enough cheddar? cheese to really like kind of help? Yeah, it just seems really meaty. I need at least something to break it up a little bit. Well, is there like sauce on it? Because no, I don't think so. Otherwise, That's you just have a bunch of. of meat stuck together. Is there, yeah, is there Arby's, Arby's always sauce? does. They always do the the sauce like separately. I think so. Like you always have to put the sauce on yourself. I, I mean, oh boy, I this thing should be called the last meal. You're right, though, <laughs> <laughs> Dee Dee. You're right. This is like straight out of like a sitcom or something. When like. Like, I feel like I'm picturing, isn't there an episode of How I Met Your Mother where they're like searching for the perfect sandwich that like, yeah. uh, what's this Jason Siegel had? And like, it ends up, I, th- I feel like it ends up being like a pretty huge sandwich, but that's a, it's a TV show. It's not real life. Yeah. It's, 
I, I just, I, I don't even know what to, I want to say, like, I need one of you guys to try, but no, I don't, I don't want one of you guys to try. That's the question. Can you rule in brunch court without trying this? Can you rule based on the visual alone? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You can. (laughs) I mean, for general public safety, you can rule against this. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm ruling. Uh, Arby's is guilty of whatever the hell the meat mountain sandwiches, AKA the last meal. It's no, we're nothing further. Get this off the menu. Yeah, I'm going to rule guilty as well. Guilty as charged. This this might have been a thing like 20 years ago when fast food was really, really big and people were just shoving it down their gullets and not caring. (laughs) And this was more of like a, you know, there was a competition amongst the fast food giants for stuff like this. We don't want this. We don't need this anymore. Please, no more meat mountains. Yeah, they're guilty of endangering the public. So that's it. That's that, it. That that's what it is. <laughs> but Chris, would you argue that this is good for business? I don't want to get business that way. <laughs> I don't want, like, I don't want to. I really want people to be healthy. Okay, so if if you if it if I make a few extra bucks because you chose to not eat the meat mountain, I'm I've made peace with that right here and right now. Wow. He's willing to give up Meat Mountain business for the greater sake and greater good of everybody. That's right. that's that's a, right. that's a hu- humanitarian right there. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Dan, go to the next one. My well, God. the next one I'm up is uh, much smaller in size, uh, gentlemen. We're talking Reese's Cups here, um, and. March 1st was National Peanut Butter Lovers Day. It's a PTO day for me. I celebrate it by myself. I enjoy it. I have literally 13 types of peanut butter in this house right now, and I love it so much. But this is Reese's Ultimate Peanut Butter Lovers Cup, which is peanut butter in the inside and a peanut butter cup on the outside. Always no chocolate on this thing whatsoever. It will be available in April in a variety of sizes. Gentlemen, your thoughts on the Reese's No Chocolate All Peanut Butter Cup? um, I guess it's weird to carry around a a, a jar of peanut butter. So That's where this fits in. This is all your your alternative to carry around a jar. People like me. It's... What? <laughs> I don't know which I don't know which direction I want to go. Like, do I want to comment on this or ask Dan how the hell there are 13 different types of peanut butter? Well, just to briefly answer that, there are far more and special peanut butter companies make amazing peanut butters from gingerbread flavored to Oh my god! Uh, okay. Chocolate yeah. raspberry flavored to banana flavored to pumpkin flavored. I can go on and on. I'll I'll, I'll send you a picture of them when we're done here. Okay. Uh, um, I I feel like I'm kind of surprised this didn't happen sooner. Same. That's a good point because they've done some other things with Reese's cups, right? Where I feel like they reversed it before where it's maybe chocolate on the inside, peanut butter on the outside, and they've done the dark chocolate. They've done the white chocolate, but it, yeah, it's, it is surprising that it took them so long to get to the all peanut butter 
lovers cup. And that's the thing about Reese's, right? It's naturally the chocolate and the peanut butter go so well together, but the Reese's peanut butter is what sets it apart from any other peanut butter from any other candy. So I'm ruling in favor of this. I'm, it may not be as good as an OG Reese's as a dark chocolate Reese's, but give me the, give me the peanut butter on the go. That's what this is. Peanut butter on the go. I'll take it. It's better than those Jif uh, squeeze packets that I got to carry around and, you know, squeeze those things out. Like I'm eating baby food or something like that. So give me the cup. I'll take the cup. I'm, I'm ruling for this, I guess. Right. Uh, Mainly because I just don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to see people walking around with like peanut butter jars. You know, I'd rather if peanut butter, if you guys love peanut butter this much to have your, just make a Reese's just all peanut butter, nothing else Then you guys have problems. And I don't want to see you walking around with just jars of Jif at work. Just like just walking around with Skippy, just hanging out. So I Thank rule you. for it to save you guys from doing that and looking that dumb all the time. Uh, Dan's going to hate this comment, but, and a lot of other people, I feel like I've said this on Twitter before and everybody decided to hate me. Uh, I, I find peanut butter to be overrated. Um, I'm with you on that. For, for a number of reasons that I won't dive into here, but Despite that, I understand how much people love peanut butter. And this seems like such a logical thing for Reese's to do that I'm going to rule in favor of it. Oh, all right. Because it's not all about me, you guys. It's not all that I appreciate. As much as your point was complete garbage, I appreciate the (laughs) rule. Yeah, I feel the same way. I'm not a big peanut butter fan myself. I, I'm not, but I know people are, but I didn't know how much people were until I saw this. And I'm like, just in time for Easter, you're going to have all the peanut butter you want. So enjoy Marvelous. it, guys. Enjoy Marvelous. it. We will. We will. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we've got two more items for Brunch Court. Uh, we're going to start. Uh, the next one is new Lucky Charms ice cream. That's right. Wait until you see this. Again, more than enough reason to tune in on uh, YouTube and Facebook to to get a glimpse of Lucky Charms ice cream. This is uh, available now for a limited time at Cold Stone. So this is a oh. this isn't a Kroger exclusive. This is a Cold Stone exclusive. All right. This is <laughs> it's interesting. Um, it's certainly interesting to look at. I'll break it down for you here. It's uh, ice cream sprinkled, uh, I'm sorry, uh, ice cream with marshmallows, whipped topping, and gold glitter along with the green ice cream there as well. So Lucky Charms kind of in the ice cream, and then there's gold in there as well. What do you think here, guys, the uh, Cold Scone exclusive of Lucky Charms ice cream? I'll speak on this one personally first. Uh, I, I, the, I mean, this just is screams way too much sugar, like <laughs> an overabundance of sugar. And I like, you know, sweet tasting things, but sometimes like if a, if a 
dessert or something has too much sugar in it, it'll actually give me a headache because it has so much sugar. And it looks like if I had this, I would feel like literal garbage for the rest of the day. My thoughts on this changed because I didn't know this was Cold Stone. That changes everything. I thought this was just like pre-processed in the, you know, at every grocery store. And I'd be like, eh, not really a fan. But Cold Stone, Cold Stone is serious. (laughs) And everything you do at Cold, everything they do at Cold Stone, when they're making the ice cream right in front of you, they're throwing all the stuff in there and they literally throw whole chocolate bars in your shit. Oh, man. Yeah. I I'm 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 for this maybe once because to Chris's point with the sugar if you've ever had Goldstone Goldstone is not something you should have more than once a month it just really isn't you shouldn't but I guarantee you this is fire and they sing songs while they do it probably so (laughs) shouts to Goldstone there's a there's a great shirt Goldstone is serious that's a that's another (laughs) great one we'll put that in the merch store I, I, I go back and forth on this because based on the description and the image, it doesn't look like there's actual pieces of the cereal in here, which I think I would actually want, but they could also probably get soggy. I'm not really sure. It seems like a lot of marshmallows and I do enjoy marshmallows, but I don't necessarily enjoy them in so much in my ice cream. Uh, not to say that I wouldn't try this. I would certainly try this once uh, the gold spoon sprinkles and whatever the flakes on there are intriguing enough. I do like that idea. Uh, if we can tone it down on the marshmallows, I'd be okay to give this a shot. And Dee, you make a great point. This isn't prepackaged, sold at your grocery store. Coldstone will probably do this right, but maybe a one-time trial for me for St. Patrick's Day and then regret it uh, an hour or two later. So... so- you're ruling in favor. I'll, I'll, I'll have to rule in, I'll rule in favor. I okay. will rule in favor just for the sake of willingness to try it once. But that's it. <laughs> I'm ruling in favor. Coldstone. I, I, makes me know I got to try it. Chris uh, because it's a lot of sugar. I'm going to rule guilty um, because I just don't see this resembling Lucky Charms via taste at all. I see it looking like Lucky Charms, but like Dan said, the cereal pieces don't appear to be in there. And if it's vanilla ice cream or any flavor of ice cream, cream, really, it's not going to be the same as milk. Like there's a certain taste that comes with the milk and the cereal and the marshmallows that I don't think this will have. So I rule guilty because I think it's more marketing than anything. Okay. There you have it. Uh, our last item up for brunch court might be my favorite. I said we saved the best for last. Uh, we talk all things brunch, but this is a lot of breakfast here for you. If you're watching this on screen, you're seeing it now. That's right. Kellogg's in their mashup series, uh, it, they are introducing the Frosted Flakes and Apple Jacks mashup, which will be out later this spring for those of you not able to see the visual it's literally both cereals combined evenly in the same box 
Tony the Tiger's there and some weird freaking cinnamon stick with a face on it is on the <laughs> Applejack side as well. I don't know who the hell that is, um, but two cereals in one box. What do you think here, guys? This is this is fascinating. Okay, it's not that fascinating. It's really not. <laughs> It's frosted. It is. It is because because I did this as a kid. I mixed cereals all the time, and they were often way better than just the generics, the 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 cereal on its own or the solo cereal. This is my world as a child, right here. The mashups. I love it. Nothing like a good mashup. But it's frosted flakes. It'd be interesting if there were a cereal that had some kind of oomph to it. Frosted Flakes, you could literally throw anything into Frosted Flakes. So, like, to be like, it's a mashup. No, it's Apple Jacks with Flakes. That's true. That's true. Now, this particular mashup, I don't necessarily care for. I don't know how well these two really will work together. As a kid, I felt like I was much more creative than Frosted Flakes and Apple Jacks. And sometimes that's all you're stuck with, and that's what you had to do. But... Yeah, this is an interesting combination of these two, to say the least. You know, I don't, I, I, I know I serve a certain role on this podcast as like a personal trainer, right? Um, but like I, my, when I see this, my eyes immediately go to they're calling a fourth of a cup a serving size. When's the last time you had a fourth a cup of cereal? Do you know how small that is? Yeah. Like most of the cereal you have is probably a cup and a half to two cups. It's 160 calories for a quarter, a quarter cup. Like your 1200 calorie diet is, is one is like a bowl of this. That's terrifying. Anyway. Um, I don't, I don't like, I don't have much of a detailed analysis guys. I just don't think this would be good. That's purely based on taste. Yeah. Is it? How else would it be? Yes. I don't know. I wanted to make sure you we had we had uh, separation there that it's not only not good for you, but not just not good. Oh right, yeah, no, I just don't like. I, I never, I guess, personal bias. I never really liked Apple Jacks that much. All right, I'd rather just that's, have. That's enough. That's enough out of you, Didi. What do you think? <laughs> first, you, am... first you hate on peanut butter. You are not. I'm not letting you go with Apple Jacks, my friend. That is, you are crossing a line. Dan and I, Dan and I, clearly have different palates. <laughs> Listen, uh, I like Frosted Flakes. I like Apple Jacks. I like them both. I don't want them mixed together. I, I'm ruling against this. I am not a fan of this mashup. Kellogg's, shouts to you guys for doing this. That's cool. But like, this is not one that gets me excited. So I am. Yeah, guilty. Trying this too may, hard. This may surprise you. I'm ruling guilty as well. I'm Ooh. not in favor of this. Um, I love the mashup concept. I really do. But yeah, I think focusing on what you said, Dee Applejack should be in there, but Frosted Flakes shouldn't. I don't think it goes well with it. I think we could get a little bit more creative than Applejacks and Frosted Flakes. So again, in favor of the idea the concept, but not this particular matchup. So guilty, guilty as charged on this one. You, you know, this one actually makes me think that like the, the marketing people at Arby's deserve more credit. <laughs> <laughs> because yes. 
this is so easy. Like on the side, it says two cereals mixed together in one box. Oh, who could imagine the craziness of this cereal we invented? Like, come on, man. That's lazy. Guilty, 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 guilty. And I, are we sure that they haven't done this before? They just didn't call it because mashup is like a, you know, it's, is a term that we use now over the past like 10 years. And it's like a very popular term, but like, are we sure they didn't do this? in the 90s at some point because it's a really easy they, concept they apparently they have apparently okay. they have this is not the first version of it they may not have called it mashup but i don't remember it at all i yeah. don't remember seeing it yeah because i get why they call it mashup it makes sense you call it mashup now but you wouldn't have called it that in like you know 95 right the cereal's been right. around forever that's fair so. that's fair that's brunch court boys oh <sighs> another one I love brunch court. It's like I my favorite thing we do, do here. But guess what? New segment alert. Grocery school. Woo! So yeah, I saw baby. this. So I saw this tweet, and uh, and I had to ask the guys, and I was like, "So, what is something that you buy? What food do you buy? Like that you refuse to buy generic? Because every food has a generic version of that. So, what food do you do that? And then Chris brought up the point that Dan is the grocery man." And that he should educate us on if those things are smart to buy generic or or not. So now we're going to grocery school. Ring the bell <laughs> when you wake up in the morning. And you're, all right. So all right, here we go. All right. So here's one thing that I refuse to buy generic. And maybe this is stupid. Hot dogs. Ballpark hot dogs. I love. And do they look exactly the same as the regular Kroger brand? Yes. But for some reason, I have to buy those, the real ones. And I'll buy Nathan's and I'll buy all the name brand ones, but I will not buy the, I, I won't buy the generic ones. Is that dumb? No, you were making a smart decision there. Oh. Don't buy the generic hot dogs. Hot dogs seem simple, but you are a thousand percent right where companies like Ballpark, Ostermeyer are worth the little bit of an extra investment because you're, you're definitely getting a superior product there. So good call. Good call. A plus. <laughs> I have one that's like you would buy it at the grocery store, but it's not necessarily like a food. Um, but I figure you probably still have knowledge of this, Dan. Um, I always buy the generic brand of medicine. So like allergy medicine or cold medicine. Like I don't buy Dayquil. I buy whatever the grocery store version of that is by chill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a fascinating one. Um, because with those medicines, they list the ingredients. So it is very easy to replicate those. And a lot of people do swear by them and oftentimes do work and off. Yeah. yeah you're, kind of paying for the brand name. Those brands advertise for a reason and they have to have money to advertise. And so, yeah, they're going to cost a little bit more than the generic brand. If you have success with them, by all means, you're making a smart decision. Uh, personally, I haven't had a ton of success. I've tried both and it almost depends on what the medicine is. And maybe it's even, a, it, honestly, it could be a placebo. 
could be a placebo effect with that, where you, you mentally think that this isn't as good or as strong or something like that. And some medicines can make a difference, but for the most part, it's hard to argue that because again, the ingredients are, are listed right there. There's no like magical formula that they add to it to make it stronger. Right. So yeah, you're, you're probably being smart, saving some money. If, if you have success with it and you can't psych yourself out that this isn't as good because it doesn't have the name. Yeah. Like Tylenol or acetaminophen or right. Advil or ibuprofen. Right. That's a fascinating yeah. one. Yeah, that's a good one. Cause like I buy allergy medicine. I buy the generic all the time, unless they don't have it. Then I have to pay the extra 10 bucks for Claritin, which ends up being like, what am I doing? Spending 30 bucks. This is insane. I should just get nosebleeds for the next 15 <laughs> days. It's insane. But like, but, but I feel like the only difference I notice is that um, the coating on the pills is like crazy on the, on the regular, on the real version of it. It's insane. Yeah. Cause you taste that, like you put that on your tongue and you're just like, what is on here? But you feel, but the other one feels like there's nothing there. So it's like, I don't know what you guys are, what your labeling process is like. It's weird. You just call me you guys? Yeah, you guys. Yeah, it's you. You, <laughs> you guys, grocery in the guys? Biz. Yeah, in the biz. big grocery. Yeah, I'm coming after big grocery. <laughs> big grocery. Uh, the big one that I will advise to people, and I think most people follow this, but I won't enforce anything stronger than this. Never, ever, <clears throat> ever, ever, ever ever, ever buy <laughs> generic ketchup. Don't do it. It's a sin, especially if you're from where we're from. Don't do it. It's not worth the extra saving of $1.29. Do yourself a favor. Stick with the Heinz. Never buy generic ketchup. That's all I got to say about that. That's a good one, Dan. And, and that's interesting because one another one I thought of and I actually want you to tell me how true this rumor is, is that like some grocery stores will sell the name brand product, but like labeled differently. I've heard that about, <clears throat> I buy a lot of hot sauce. I've heard, <clears throat> excuse me. I've heard that like Red Hot, the brand, Aldi sells the same exact thing but it's just labeled something else. And I've tasted the two and they taste exactly the same. I've also heard that like, can't do it here in Pennsylvania, but I've heard that like the, like the vodka you can buy at Costco is like actually gray goose vodka just in like a Kirkland bottle. Like, is that, does that actually happen? It does happen. It doesn't happen super often. Uh, you find it, yeah, more in those stores like a Trader Joe's or an Aldi's where it's all private label. It's majority of it is private label. It's their product and they are able to utilize the distribution through those major, major vendors and slap their label on it uh, because they're at least distributing it to them. And those are the standards that those stores kind of have set up for some things like that. So in your regular chain stores, you don't, uh, you know, have that very often. Uh, however, yeah, in, in those other ones in particular, the Aldi's, the Trader Joe's, um, Costco's big box ones like that, big box ones like that. Yeah. That, that, that absolutely happens for sure. Yeah. And that's the reason why Aldi's has like the best rosé in the world. <laughs> you can buy it for like $6 at Aldi. And like, it's literally the best rosé in the world. Like <laughs> wins all these competitions. It's be and it's sold and it's sold under some other label for like, a, like way more money, but you can get that same one. That's the best rosé in the world for like six dollars it's true 
wild. It's true. Yeah. If you're not sure about store brands and generic brands, I trust store brands over generic. There is a difference. The store brand is based on the store or distributor who sells it in that store. And generic is more of those, uh, like those brands that you see everywhere that are quote unquote generic brands that get sold at all, all the stores. Um, don't ever buy great value from Walmart. Stop doing it. That's not, that's not good generic brand stuff. Don't do that anymore. Just Dan, you're giving too much. This that's, is a new segment. We can't, this we, is too we much. have more to go. We have so much. many more, more lessons to learn it's too much. On, on, <laughs> on, on grocery school. So yeah, just a couple we, tips for today. We've already given too many gems on that's grocery true, school. That's true. <laughs> No, we got to get into what we're listening to this week. Let's go to what we are listening to. Uh, I We all love music, so we're going to talk about it right now. Dan, what are you listening to? Uh, starting with Post Malone, he released a cover of Only Want to Be With You, the uh, Hootie and the Bluefish cover last week for the Pokemon. Was it the 25th anniversary of yeah. Pokemon? Like, How are we living through this right now, by the way? <laughs> that is just super weird that that's happening and also that it's being celebrated. Um, and aside from like the weird Pokemon sounds in the song, which threw me off at first, aside from that, I love this version. I, I really do. Uh, you know, songs like this, let his voice and his vocals really shine through. And it's just uh, amazing. You can really get a greater, greater appreciation for Post Malone and his talent in songs like this. Um, Only One With You Be With You by Hootie and the Blowfish is an all-time great song. But to me, this enhances it brings it into the new world a little bit and I love to hear it. So starting with Post Malone. Sounds exactly the same, but what? It's fine. It sounds exactly the same. No, there's a little less country in it and I'm fine with that. <laughs> a little bit less. I guess it's uh, Chris, what are you listening to? Are you guys ready for some ska music this week? Wow. Absolutely. We're always Bring ready. It. Let's go. I'm ready. Then let's go. Uh, a new ska band that I had not listened to prior to this week. Uh, the band's name is Kill Lincoln. Okay. And they released an album in 2020. I'm not sure what song I want to put on the playlist yet, but I will know by the time we put the playlist up. But Dan, do you remember a band that we played with long, 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 long ago called High School Football Heroes? Absolutely. Yes. This band reminds me a lot of high school football heroes. So it was kind of a blast from the past for me and I got super excited about it. Uh, so you may like them too, but uh, like I said, I'm not sure what song I want to put on the playlist yet, but kill Lincoln is um, kind of an aggressive band name. Kind of, kind of, Hey, ooh, a little bit. Oh, hey. <laughs> uh, but once you dive in the music, it's catchy. It's upbeat. It's got something hip, something snappy. I think you'll like it. I like that. Yeah, very nice. Uh, their wiki explains them. This is how it describes them. This is amazing. I, I love this just because um, I've read a lot. I read a lot of bios and you can tell whenever there's like a PR, like a publicist who writes them and if the band writes them. Here's <laughs> yeah. this one. That's it. I'll let you guys guess this one. Kill Lincoln blends no bullshit ska punk with addictive <laughs> rock anthems, throwing in the energy of a basement hardcore show for good measure. <laughs> dude that's, that's incredible that's perfect because the band so high school football heroes the band that i think they, that they remind me of we played with high school football heroes like you could it was similar to a basement it was like a random yes. room in like a park there was no stage or anything 
Um, so I love that. I love, I'm going to say they wrote that. Did they write? Uh, yeah. That? Yeah. Uh, also it, 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 there's, there's just another sentence I have to read. Their recklessly fun punk ethics collide with quality musicianship sounding like the bastard son of kid dynamite and the streetlight manifesto. Ooh. Oh, see, they don't need PR. That's gold right like, there. Gold. I, I don't know who wrote that, but it's pretty friggin' great. It, it gets me <laughs> excited to listen to what you got. So nice. I'm excited about it. Nice. All right, uh, boys. Uh, my boy Breland, who I've talked about a ton over the last year, um, just put out his uh, first single off his what I think is going to be his debut album coming out uh, sometime this year called Cross Country. And it is a country pop song and it is super super good and a lot of the promo beforehand it was like a lot of um different people like nelly talking and guys from florida georgia line and different people in country music who have like crossed over into like the pop world and are talking about how like genre is just stupid and i think his album's gonna be called no genre but this song is just super good it's called cross country and it's just about you know just chasing your dreams and not giving a shit what anybody has to say about them. It just like it hit me in a way this week. I was in my car driving and it was just like, I was like, damn, this song is like really, really good. So uh cross country, Breland, check it out. So I like it. Breland, uh top 10 trending viral song on TikTok right now. My truck. Yes. Yes. Oh, because he's got that Chevy commercial where it's, he's singing my it's called truck. My Chevy truck on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, because he's doing. I mean, hey, man, it's it, it shouts to him. It's just yeah. funny because freaking that his publicist told me because I asked him a question when I interviewed him. He was my last interview, I believe, uh, mm. in studio. And I asked him if he had a truck and he told me no. And then his publicist after the interview was over, was like, can you just like leave that part out? Like they're like, he doesn't have a truck. Just like leave that part <laughs> out. I was like, OK, that's cool. I'll leave it out. And now he's doing, funny. you know, truck commercials for Chevy truck commercials. <laughs> pretty funny so i love it i love it uh next one up for me is the band camino uh, i added them in the playlist i think towards the end of last year they had a song come out called roses uh that i added on but they dropped another single this past week called one last cigarette um it's going to be off of their highly anticipated uh full-length album which won't be out probably until the fall but these guys are just putting out banger after banger hit after hit right now uh it's truly indie pop indie rock um and i just can't help but get caught by some great group vocals uh within the chorus so that's like just <laughs> just uh <laughs> the icing on the cake but the band camino those guys are on a roll right now one last cigarette for this week nice uh i have i see now i don't even know you might not be able to consider this band a ska band. They're kind of like what Skunk 11 ended up being uh, at the end where like we had horns, but it wasn't really ska music. Yeah. Uh, Keep Flying and their album Survival is very, very good. Um, again, I so I think I'm going to put the song Fire Sale on the playlist this week. Um, I might add another. I don't, they're very, very good. But like I said, it's not like you're not going to get a lot of the the clean riffs that you typically get on the upbeats with a typical ska band. You're going to get that with kill link and with keep flying. It's much more. Um, it's just different. It's, it's hard to, it's hard to explain, but it's much more of a, just like straight punk alternative band that just so happens to accentuate what they do with 
a horn section in very cool ways. So a uh, big fan and I'm going to toss them on as well this week. Nice. Thanks. All right. Uh, I got one here from a uh, old friend, friend of the podcast, Nick Jonas, Nick Jonas uh, put out yeah. a solo uh, song because he said he was stuck in quarantine. He's got an album coming out on uh, he's got out. I think it's Friday or maybe it's next Friday, whatever. It's just put a solo album out, which we thought solo albums were done for the Jonas brothers. Cause they were just all back together, but nope. Yeah. Um, so he put out a song called Spaceman and Okay, you know how I said about the Cardi B song a couple weeks ago, how I just like loved everything about the song other than when the chorus comes? And she says up a thousand times. Yes. I find it really dumb to just say I'm a spaceman over and over again. It sounds good on the beat. There's nothing wrong with it. If you have no problem saying I'm a spaceman, like over and over again. But just to me, I just was like, am I really saying I'm a spaceman over (laughs) and over again? But I love everything else about the song. I do. Because he's basically just talking about how like, you know, isolated, quarantine, lonely, whatever. And he's just like, it's like he's like being in space. But then it's just I'm a spaceman. And he says it a lot. And you're like, God why do you have to say I'm a spaceman a hundred times? But I like the song. And if you don't have a problem with that, Dan, you will not have a problem with saying I'm a spaceman over and over again because you're Dan the spaceman. But That's like, true. Chris, true. you might think it's a little goofy, but the song's good. So Nick Jonas, spaceman. But he also had plenty of time to write a full chorus and <laughs> just got lazy. He just <laughs> wrote that line over and over again on the sheet of paper. <laughs> Uh, last one for me is from a group called fickle friends. They're, uh, an indie pop group out of the UK. Uh, their track that I'm going to put on this week is called IRL, which is of course for in real life. Um, it's a really great upbeat jam. They got some electro and synth, synth vibes. It's a little more towards the indie pop side of things than it is anything else. Uh, it's off their EP that came out actually a couple of weeks ago called off weird years season one which i think we can all relate to over the past 12 12 months uh so yeah really dig the sound from fickle friends and irl in real life to run it out for me this week i like that name fickle friends a little alliteration mm-hmm. it's fun um is fickle spelled like f v c no nothing no. yeah nothing nothing weird here this week wow. in terms of spelling it's strange get an off week Oh, now I like it less. Um, (laughs) This one was not going to be the retro replacement. Uh, It probably was never, ever going to be a retro replacement. But I logged on to Twitter this morning, and the first thing I saw, I don't know if you guys follow him, Jesse Marshall, he he covers the Penguins in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. His tweet was at the top of my timeline, and he said, I woke up today with Marvin's room stuck in my head from Drake. And thanks to him, that damn song has been stuck in my head all day. So it's going to go on the playlist. So it gets stuck in your heads all day. It is a great song. It's not, it's not going to vibe well with the upbeat sounds of ska. It's not going to, but (laughs) you know what? Neither did ya ya ding dong. And we rolled with that shit. So Drake (laughs) Marvin's room is going on the playlist this week. We'll, we'll consider it my ya ya ding dong. Uh, here's i got questions for uh, for jesse who may or may not listen to the podcast like is jesse's married i think he has a kid on the way what's marvin's so. room doing in your head man 
I got questions. That's fair. Not who you're drunk dialing, Jesse. Good, good, good questions. But no, um, love Jesse, and I love that song. So that song is, yeah. We've all been in that position. We've all been there. We've all been there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, boy. God, been a lot of weird nights, that song. All right. Anyways, um, <laughs> I got this last one, and this one is just a – I think this one goes with the mood of the podcast um, today because of the vaccine news and everything. Purple Disco Machine Fireworks. This song is just a jam. It just makes you happy. It just feels good. Everything about it is just happy, man. It came up on the, um, and it's funny, the reason I heard the Post Malone, uh, the the I Only Want to Be With You song, is because it's on the Apple Music Family Road Trip playlist. (laughs) And I was playing it in the backyard, because of course, not road tripping anywhere. Um, And this song came on a couple songs after it, never heard it, and I was like, this is a jam. And it just is. It is just a happy, upbeat, fun song, purple disco machine fireworks like check that it out. cool very cool yeah check it out and if you're looking for family friendly music to play you know the apple music uh family road trip playlist is pretty fire I'm gonna <laughs> lie. pretty fire <laughs> well boys this has been another uh brunch breakdown this might be our this is our longest episode for sure this one was jammed yeah yeah, yeah. This we, had, jammed. we got too excited from the good news to start things off yeah. where we had a heavy appetizer full but hopefully everybody enjoyed it as well it was important legislation that we had to break down in brunch court so that's true yes. that's true exactly exactly <laughs> <laughs> well we'll see you guys next time on the brunch breakdown make sure you follow us everywhere on social media and on iHeartRadio now and soon we'll be on tiktok we just have to get that done and yes. uh anyways follow chris gates on chris gates fitness follow steel city dan follow me at dd is board we'll talk to you guys next week for more brunch breakdown peace <laughs>